Abandon all prejudices, all ye who enter here. Park your paradigms, perk up your ears, and open your mind as we now shine the laser light of reason on the topic of. Where have all the psychics gone? Hi, I'm David Bolton, and welcome to my podcast channel dedicated to helping people think more clearly, make sounder judgments, avoid superficiality, and above all, to unceasingly question instead of naively accepting what others want us to believe. For this is the path of Socrates. Where have all the psychics gone? Long time passing. Where have all the psychics gone? Uh, 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 Haven't uh, got excuse me. a clue. Uh, uh, Michelangelo, I, I hate to oh, I oh, hate David. Interrupt, your, interrupt <laughs> your little ditty there, but uh, you know we do have a, a meeting today, right? To talk about. Yeah, yeah, we're we're chatting about various things. And uh-huh. uh, what was that you're singing? What was that song? <laughs> the melody seems familiar, but. You were singing. Well, I was just, I was just sort of wondering to myself, you know, and we've talked about this before, you and I. It seems that the, a lot of the high-profile psychics that are out there don't seem to have a lot to say about the, the present situation. You know, that they are stymied somehow in their ability to, to see the future, for want of a better term. Well, they could just be uh, chicken, right? Maybe they're just afraid to say anything because they lose half their clients if they say the wrong thing. Couldn't that be too? Yeah, I mean, I suppose so. Um, but it's interesting. Um, I mean, again, you know, you and I have talked about the fact that, I mean, I consider myself to be intuitive and actually in conjunction with our whole discussion last week, you know, we talked about the importance of um, psychic abilities in in empowering astrological uh, analysis to yes. narrow down possibilities for manifestations of certain types of events so it's it's part and parcel of what we do but i mean i don't consider myself a psychic in that way you know i don't have visions and people talk about different degrees of psychism where you you just sort of know things or you or you know you're clairaudient and you hear things or you're clairsentient and you feel things but it's the clairvoyance that we think you know are the ones that really have the goods and um apropos of that i had an exchange with a woman um actually wasn't on one of our astrology groups. It was on an acupuncture group. And she, oh. uh, she said to me that 50 years ago, she had a very clear um, vision of this, you know, what we could certainly argue to some extent is the end times. And uh, she, she says at the time that uh, she saw that we won at the last minute, uh, but she, the closer she's gotten to the actual date, the less clearly she sees. And she makes a very interesting point here. She says, all my other intuitive friends say the same. We're not getting any information at present. Well, she what information it, did she get like years ago? Could you maybe go into well, she? Well, she doesn't tell me, but I presume that she saw something that relates to, you know, this whole um overtaking of the of the world in this in the service of this evil you know uh campaign of genocide yeah. um but she doesn't she, she doesn't say but picking she, up anything and her acquaintances uh that her psyches aren't either is that what you said? yeah she says she calls it she says we're all in god's limbo which is which is fascinating when you think about it and um i can't really uh how will I put it? You know, it's not really my area of expertise. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I do have a great respect for, uh, you know, psychic abilities, uh, yeah. but I don't always, you know, uh, 
pay a lot of heed to to channeled information because sometimes it's so vague, you know. Yes. But um, but this was very interesting for her to say this, you know, that she she had a very clear vision of it. But as she's gotten closer to the time, it seems less, you know, just it's just not available to her and her colleagues. Now they're probably not you know famous psychics, but still, it was very interesting to. Uh, come across that because you and I discussed this before that they don't really seem to have much to say about the situation, which is odd to say the least. Well, yes, it is. Uh, I have studied the psychic phenomena more. Uh, I wrote a book about it years ago called ah, Seven okay. Psychics. Yeah, Seven Psychics. Let's see if we get the title together and I haven't looked at it in a while. Seven Psychics, My Sojourn in the Realm of Clairvoyance. It's oh, an Amazon okay. and Smashwords and everything. And uh, because I'd known psychics in my life and I studied them and, well, wrote down my experiences with them. When I was young, like in my teens, I didn't believe in psychic ability. But then I saw yeah. very, very clear evidence that it does exist, which is not to say that every person says they're psychic really are psychics. There are a lot of charlatans, even more that think they're psychic, but they're really not. They're just maybe yeah. subconsciously combining things that can't be seen by everybody if they were open sure. for it. But there's sure. no doubt this phenomenon of, of, of the psychic, of the clairvoyant, uh, the prophet yeah. that used to be called, right? People oh, yeah. Prophesy. Sure. Uh, but yeah. it's interesting that a lot of these people be blocked because I was asking myself, people like Bashar, and I don't mean you know the president of Syria. Right. <laughs> Uh, but these people that, that have messages that are channels for whatever or yeah, whomever, yeah. right? That they've been remarkably silent, it seems, about all these things. That would explain it. But I have to ask you, why do you think they would all be blocked? What kind of explanation could you think of for that? Well, you mentioned the possibility that perhaps they're just pretending to be blocked. Or they just don't want to commit themselves either way um, toward, you know, the present situation because of the tremendous polarity that's occurred. You See, know, that's what I thought. Thinking. Yeah, I thought maybe they just yeah. because if they have half their clients that are on one side politically, half on the other side, they don't want to lose half their clients, depending yeah. on what they say, of course. But this is a whole new aspect that I've never even thought of. But could it be, let me use my my imagination here. <laughs> sure, sure, <laughs> I'm right. not saying this is the case. Just for the listeners, yeah. I never say 100% sure anyway, or at least try to avoid as much as possible. And uh, it's just an idea I'll throw out there. But uh, could it be that the things that are happening now, uh, obviously, if there's another world and other beings at higher levels, some listeners might not believe in that. I am convinced of that, but based more on everything I've experienced in my life, could it be that some things should not be revealed yet? Because if they are, maybe the the plan of the good ones would not work out as well. And so some things just must be hidden. And this is why all these psychics are, are just blocked. Yeah, it could be, you know, remember we talked about your, your, your buddy Cliff high a few weeks ago and how yeah. he had learned from actually from a number of people who were psychic. Remember that they were having messages beamed into their heads, telling them that, Oh, just go ahead and get the, the bioweapons. It'll be all Scary. right. You know, uh, yeah. one thing there, uh, correction here. You say my buddy Cliff, I don't want people to think he's a, a friend of mine. I've never met the guy in my life. I just watch his No, videos. I know. <laughs> I <laughs> respect him. The guy's a genius. Not that I think he's always right. Cause I, I, I don't think anybody's always right, but yeah, uh, I just want to, to clarify that second of all yeah that was going to be the second thing i said maybe these psychics yeah. being blocked by let's say if cliff high is right in his yeah. weirdest 
uh, musings that maybe behind yeah. all of this are some evil aliens that want to depopulate the earth and they're using humans to to get it done. In that case, maybe yeah. they're blocking all the psychics. There's that possibility too, but it could be that if those that are um, behind this are capable of of accessing people's subconscious minds with messages like that, then it could be that if these psychics were given a revelation of the end that was manifestly correct, that these uh, forces might be able to extract it and then, you know, turn it to their advantage, you know? I mean, and that gets into oh, the whole yes. causative. That gets into the whole cause and effect thing, right? If, if they yeah. see it as being in the future, does that mean it's going to happen, you know? Or is it just, again, a, a picture of a possible future that can still be um, manipulated? Well, it would depend on where we are at the moment. Maybe at the moment, the future, most likely it's going to be like this, but depending on what is done, then it goes in another direction. Yeah. It off somehow or another. Yeah, it's like the uh, whole time travel paradox. You know, you, th you think you can go back and change history, but you really don't, you know. And so maybe it's the same way right, with yeah. possible futures. Yes, there is a there is a possible future, and maybe it can be diddled with by people that don't want it to transpire, but they're, ultimately they, maybe they wouldn't be successful. But if it is a question of, as I said, that whole thing with Cliff High and, and these psychic people that he knew, you know, was certainly provocative because – that's a level of um, engagement, you know, on the inner planes that, you know, again, the average person wouldn't give any credence to something like that. Say, oh, no, yeah. it's not possible that they could be beaming messages into your brain, particularly if you're, if you're someone who isn't um, already indoctrinated. You know, these are people that are, you know, not, not part of the cabal. They haven't succumbed to the cabal, and yet they're having yeah. these subjective impressions of, you know, just surrendering everything they're, they're fighting for with every conscious fiber. Yeah, for the being, listeners you know. who haven't heard that, that, but maybe I should run by it really shortly. Yeah, 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 go ahead. Yeah. The commentator Cliff High had one, but no, on two occasions, he had this, he's totally against vaccines. He knows they're bioweapons. But on two occasions, he had this feeling of relaxation in his mind. He like heard a voice saying, just get the vaccine, get the jab. It's not going to hurt you. It's going to be good for you. And he immediately thought, my God, where did this come from? It was two different occasions. He didn't tell anybody. But then over the course of the next few months, he got letters from, uh, what was I think, six, five, at least six. five, I'll say six yeah, people. Six, okay. I think it was. Yeah. Five mm -hmm. of whom were psychic. They didn't know each other. But each one said, you know, Cliff, a strange thing happened to me. I got this voice in my head saying, telling me I should take the jab and it's not going to hurt me. It's going to be good. I shouldn't worry about anything. And these people were psychic. Even the one who wasn't psychic thought, this isn't me. Where is this coming from? And they still didn't want the jab, but they thought it was weird. Now, to have seven people have this experience, this suggests that it's some kind of mind control going on, but with some kind of technology that uh, would just be amazing. Could it yeah, come from yeah. some alien level behind it? Could it be something else? But that these people with Cliff High, I could understand that they might target him because yeah. he's high profile with everything. But the other people really weren't. Yeah. So could they just be, or unless they they're on the internet as psychics and they're targeting psychics. In other words, psychics they're blocking their intuitions about the future, but putting these ideas in their head, hoping they will say, "Oh, the people, oh yes, the jabs are good for you." Well, that didn't work because they're still yeah. against them. They still. Yeah into it they're really bad these these so-called vaccines but yeah. just so the people know the the backstory to that what you're talking about now yeah no sure um yeah it's an interesting idea i mean 
again, I, I know you know, David, that the, the CIA was experimenting and maybe still is, probably still is, with with things like remote viewing for many, many years. Oh, wow. My partner, Mary Elizabeth, actually met a, a man in her acupuncture school who had been a remote viewer for the CIA, but he yeah. uh, he, he lost the ability over time. So it's quite possible that you know some of the malign agencies behind this could be working on that level to influence people's thinking. You know, I mean... Uh, well, it'd be surprising and, if they weren't, if they know that can be effective to any extent. And even if they're just testing it further, why yeah, wouldn't Yeah, sure. And of course, that? the of thing course about psychics is, uh, but although I think Cliff did say that all these people were fairly well grounded, is that they, you know, they would manifest a certain vulnerability to this kind of thing because they, you know, they're open right? They're open yes. channels, right? Yeah. So they might, you see that as a vulnerability and then attack them in that way, hoping maybe, maybe not necessarily to, to, you know, cause them to, you know, surrender, you know, every principle that they had, but thinking, well, maybe we can tip them over. Maybe if we just hit them at, at the right point, they'll, they'll succumb and they won't really know why. Didn't, um, didn't we hear a, a story about somebody who that happened to? Didn't you say something of that, uh, you knew someone, a, a, a young kid who was who was dead set against the bioweapons, but that he went and had the injections. Maybe it was Elliot told me, but um, oh no, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, that, that that they knew someone that 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 was you know consciously very much against the whole agenda, but yeah. that they suddenly just decided to go and have the injection, and they really didn't know why. Right? Well, so that could be something a bit different. That could be because. Human beings, uh, despite the fact that we all see ourselves as individuals, uh, yeah. when you go back in time, if you look at certain animals, they act instinctively in the herd. That could be the herd instinct. I, I yeah. could imagine, for example, the herd instinct in this person, on the one hand, is individual totally against these bioweapons. On the other hand, maybe the herd instinct kicked in because of all the pressure, all the things he heard you know, about, oh, vaccines safe and effective, all these lies, all this nonsense. And yeah, maybe yeah. he just gave in there and didn't realize why, similar to when, I don't know, you're happily married and would never cheat on your wife, but then suddenly something happens, how could I possibly do that? Well, that's instinct kicking in you know, at some level. I, I'm saying that's an alternative, but could also be the mind control thing, but they, yeah. what they're almost certainly experimenting with. I'm just giving this as an, an alternate possibility. Sure, sure. But I mean, it, it is a very... Um... It's a very interesting thing because if, as, as you and I discussed before we went on air, that we both feel that the the benign powers, let's call them the white hats or the alliance or whatever you're comfortable with, that they are actually in the driver's seat. And I mean, I would certainly tend to concur with you that I think what I see here is desperate flailing at the end of something that is coming, crashing down in a variety of ways, although, you know, it manifestly we don't really see it out there but there are some yeah. interesting continue to be interesting chinks in the monolithic wall of, of silence you know yeah uh, well i wonder uh, with the psychics because there are thousands of psychics around and most of them sure. of course we've never heard of it and uh the best psychic i ever knew was a, a 22 year old law student she was studying yeah. in granada very strange person i think she had mental problems but she was so psychic but she didn't do it for money she was never a professional psychic. She's studying law. Yeah. It was just amazing how many of all the psychics out there, 
are they all blocked? Are 10% or 50% blocked? Or are some getting a lot of stuff, but maybe they push it aside thinking, oh, well, that couldn't be... What is really going on out there in the psychic world? I'd like to hear from them. Uh, yeah. This is the first time I talked to somebody who was in touch with the psychic, well, you through Facebook, a woman said something yeah. like that, and it's something I hadn't considered, that maybe their powers are simply being blocked for whatever yeah. reason and by whomever or by whatever yeah, again, I think if we if we look at the at the intervention of um, a guiding agency that's you know overseeing this situation here on on planet Earth, and I, again, do I have any objective evidence to, to suggest that's the case? No, but well, we can speculate you know, now, though. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah, but but <laughs> you know, not? as I said, I have I I get I get strong feelings, you know, and I uh, said so this is sort of the. The dimension of psychism that's more like knowing you know you just you just feel certain things you know you know them so but if they are indeed you know in the driver's seat and, and things are moving forward as they should but there are still some imponderables then it may in fact be that they don't want to risk the fact that these people with clairvoyance would be able to espy the actual outcome Yes, it would be fear. natural targets in that sense, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. And so that they would, in fact, then make sure that they would not be a source of vulnerability to, to, the, to the good guys, for want of a better term, right? You mentioned um, before the remote viewing thing, right? Yeah, yeah. For any listeners yeah. that don't know that, look it up on Wikipedia. Look it up any place you want. The CIA's experiments with remote viewing. I, I, this is yeah. clairvoyance. It's psychic. In other yeah, words, this is different, but it's a similar, you know, enhancement of, you know, one's capacity to uh, engage with reality. You know, uh, yeah, I just want to say that, you know, from official side, often we hear all oh, that psychic stuff, so nonsense. But secretly, they were studying this. Also, the Soviets, so don't even believe in life after death. They were studying this intensively. Oh, the, psych- yeah. the, the psychic, uh, the clairvoyant. Uh, I don't know what name they had for it because they thought, well, if this is true, we want to use it. We want to weaponize it, of course. But on the outside, anything that was reminiscent of spirituality, otherworldliness, psyche, they, oh, that's all nonsense because you oh, don't yeah. want the people to know it. But they were studying all of this, and as was the CIA, and almost certainly uh, still is studying this. Yeah. And so people can look that up if you're one of those skeptics that think it's all nonsense. It's not all nonsense, I can tell you from personal experience. And uh, yeah, no, have, and then, have you ever you know, had psychic, real psychic moments where – you had some vision or some thought or whatever, and it came exactly true. You know, things that you thought would happen. More detailed things, because obviously, if you think I think the Yankees are going to win tomorrow, and they do, well, you know, flip a coin. <laughs> well, again, what I would say to you is, as I become more aware of my own abilities, because they were pretty well shut down until midlife. Um, yeah, I I come to. I've come to see that at times I have certain feelings like yes. I shouldn't do this or I shouldn't go here. And then, you know, something transpires and I think, Oh, you were getting a message saying you should, you know, it's like, uh, I'll give you an example. Mary Elizabeth and I were, uh, we were, I think I, maybe I mentioned this before we were off to uh, the Dominican Republic to visit with some friends of ours, you know, friends again, yeah. I'll put it in quotes now. And, uh, you know, we were, we were we were going there to visit and, you know, catch up because they'd moved, you know, from the States to, to a very lovely part of the Dominican Republic. And, and you know, she and the, and the wife had been just thick as thieves and they'd helped me with some health problems. Anyway, so we're flying there and we're going by way of San Juan, Puerto, Puerto Rico, you know, from Port Lauderdale or something. And, you know, we get to uh, uh, 
San Juan. No, yeah, we get to San Juan, and um, we arrive in time to get our little plane to the Dominican, but for some peculiar reason, it leaves early. Now, I'll just say to you, this was, of course, during Mercury retrograde, and there was some really far-out stuff happening with the declinations with Mercury and Mars. Yeah. But so so we're That's stuck. That's astro speak for you people out there. They're not astrologers. We're yeah, both we're, astrologers, so every once in a while we might throw in something astrological. But just yeah, yeah. just don't think about it if you're not into astrology. Yeah. Please continue. Yeah. But anyway, so anyway, so we're there 20 minutes early. They they the plane leaves. We don't get on. You know, Mary Elizabeth gets furious. There's Mars at, at effect. You know, so we go to the hotel, right? And we're in this nice nice hotel. You know, not a not super plush, but nice. You know, when we're watching TV and I'm. I'm just thinking to myself, oh, man, you know, I just really don't want to go, you know, to Samana tomorrow. You know, I just really don't want to go. And it was, it was, the feeling was so strong, so strong, yeah. right? And so sure enough, we go there, and it was hellacious. It was just the worst. Yeah. I actually wrote an essay. It was my very first astrological essay that I started shortly thereafter and finished nine years yeah. later, which is in my second book, I think. And, I mean, it was hellacious. I just can't tell you. So to me, that's my that was my intuition saying, you know, you're really not going to have a good time if you go. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, I didn't, I didn't I've know experienced sure. such things, and really, yeah, they yeah. Were yeah. totally striking. Some of the things I've uh, experienced in in that sense, and not mm-hmm. many. There haven't been many, really, but I do have a. But I write them all yeah. down, of course. Uh, I, yeah, I'll tell yeah. you too from the acting profession because I do some acting, extra and acting work here in Japan make a little money and i remember one dream that i had i dreamed that somebody gives me a box and i open it up and there's a 38 caliber revolver in it black Mm -hmm. very black that yeah because some look more silver whatever next day i go to a job they hand me a police uniform and they they take out a box they go oh here this is going to be your gun it was just that type of gun so you're going to shoot that terrorist over there on the balcony whatever (laughs) i forget exactly what the story was and it didn't even strike me at first but I remember that dream. I thought, oh, that's funny in the dream. But the second one, the dream, because you say that was just a wild coincidence. It is a little strange. You've got somebody gives you a gun and the very next morning somebody's giving you a gun, right? Yeah, sure. Most people would say, oh, that's just coincidence. But get this one, also an acting job. Okay, the night before the acting job, I'm on the internet. And for the first time in in probably 15 years, I think – I'm going to look up reincarnation on the internet. Of course, I, I believe in reincarnation. I've read a lot of books about it, thought of a lot, but I haven't looked that up on the internet, really. And for some reason, when I got on the internet, I, uh, usually I'm interested in the stories of people you know, being regressed or whatever. But I thought, what about the doctors who, uh, who have studied this, like psych- psychiatrists, psychologists, and about children who remember past lives? For some reason, I thought of that. And so on yep. the internet, I'm looking that up and reading about one doctor after the other, who studied children who supposedly remember past lives. I mean, like for at least an hour. It was late at night, but at least an hour. And then afterwards, I thought, I wonder what it would have been like for me to become one of those doctors and to study the past lives of children who have some memories, right? Mm-hmm. I'd never mm-hmm. thought that before. I always thought, I thought maybe in reincarnation I'll be a psychiatrist to, to regress people or become a psychologist, yeah. right? To regress, but not to be a doctor because I'm not so interested in working with children. But I was thinking that I wonder what that would have been like. The next mm-hmm. morning I go to a job and I wasn't even thinking of that, right? I, I had told my yeah. wife about it. I wrote it down in the dream. Yeah. So I go there. They say, put this on. You're going to be a doctor. So okay. And I saw a kid there. I said, oh, another one of those stories of the poor kid that has cancer. Thing. I said, no, this is different. And I said, well, what? 
you're going to be a doctor specialist in reincarnation. This child has past life memories. You're going to be interviewing him. At first, it didn't hit me. And then, and then I liked at five months. I thought, what? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean remarkable. I what say. are the odds? Yeah. What, yeah, what are the odds? Of, and it's so obviously a psychic dream. It was so strange. Yeah. Now, that yeah. didn't help me. It didn't tell me, you know, uh, when when things are going to change now, you know, world events or anything like that. But it no, was no. striking. And I've had a number of, of such things that are just, well, beyond belief yeah, and details. But it doesn't happen often. It hasn't happened quite a, a little thing. I mean, things like uh, once I have a dream that I meet a man and I say, where are you from? He says, Sedona, Arizona. Wow. Okay. And then I wake specific. up. That's not what yeah. with Arizona, that's not a city. I, th I think of Phoenix, you know, I, don't, I was never in Arizona, yeah. right? Oh, Sedona. Anyway, yeah, sure. I wake up and I go to the computer, turn it on. I think I'm going to watch a little, oh, NCIS. I don't know why usually I don't watch in the morning. I turn it yeah. on and Gibbs, you know, the, the main guy on NCIS uh, yeah. says, saddle up, we're going to travel. And the team says, where? He says, we're going to Sedona, Arizona. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's a little thing. You say it's a coincidence, but uh, some yeah, things are on no. that level. And other things yeah. are like the other one that is so quick. I mean, it's, you know, like one in thousands and thousands, you know, it's just not going to happen. A yeah. psychic, this best psychic I ever met, 22-year-old law student, she wasn't a professional. Yeah. She said, you have psychic ability, but because you have such a strong, rational mind, you push it away from yourself. Yeah. You tend to not want to pick up, you think, oh, that's, that's not, that can't be true, whatever. And I, yeah. I accept the way I am because I think uh, my analytical abilities are, that's the main thing. I have yeah. my intellect and I'm not going to try to become, go further into the woo as Cliff High would say, and yeah. try to become a psychic. That's I'm a Scorpio, not a Pisces. My sister's a Pisces. She has natural psychic ability. It's shown through many times, but she's the receptive type that you had mentioned before that, that yeah. the people that just receive. And that's a yeah. difficult way to be. You pick up things that you don't want to pick up. I, I remember a story, my sister, well, many really, but one, she was in this, she had a shop in Gettysburg, sold yeah. dresses, I forget what she sold many, many years ago. And this woman came in and she was, uh, and she was talking to her, somebody she had known years before and the woman leaves. Yeah. That night, my sister trying to get to sleep and she said, suddenly she feels like she's on LSD. She's going crazy. Yeah. She's actually like seeing things and going crazy, but she knew she wasn't going crazy, yeah. right? She just started seeing funny things as uh, she was like a crazy person, but she knew at the same time she wasn't crazy. I mean, yeah. weird. Yeah. The next day, somebody comes in. It's this woman's son. Okay. And my sister said, how's your mother? And he said, oh, terrible. Last night she went crazy. It was the same time my sister had that. In other words, the contact with that woman I said a day later. It could have been a few days later. Ellen, yeah. that's my sister. If you listen to this, don't don't chide me for not getting the tales right. It could have been a week later. I really don't remember. I remember yes. the next day. It could have been a week later. I don't remember. In any case, shortly after the visit of the woman, my sister learned that woman had gone crazy on that in that night. And then she understood. So, oh, that's what it was. I was seeing what that woman was seeing. Yeah. But I knew it wasn't me. And that's one of many experiences she had. Really weird stuff. But of course, she yeah, was suffering because of it, because she's Pisces. And in her case, she would only pick up such negative things. Oh, let me tell you another story of my sister. This is one of the freakiest okay. things you can imagine. Yeah. My sister had a dream, and this is about oh, 25, 30 years ago. 
in Hanover, PA, uh, a boy had disappeared, a teenager, right? Excuse me, a girl had disappeared. How do we get the details wrong here? It was a girl that disappeared. Okay. Or a kid or something. I told you it could have been a dog. No, <laughs> she told me so many years ago. I don't want to get the details wrong. I think I wrote it down someplace. Uh, no, no, I was right the first time. It was a, a young. It was a young man who had disappeared. It was, yeah. Okay, and she has yeah. a dream. In this dream, she was reading the newspaper. In the newspaper, there was a picture of this young man from the waist up because he was naked. They didn't show everything, of course. And he was smeared with mud and lying there. And she read the article. Uh, first of all, I have to say, a young man had disappeared in Hanover, PA at that time. The whole town was talking about it. She worked as a waitress at the time. And whenever somebody said, oh, maybe he just ran off to go to California, she said, no, no, something happened to him. She sensed that. Then she had this dream. I'm getting the order of things a little messed up here. But as I told yeah. you before, we started talking. I'm tired today. Didn't get much sleep. <laughs> anyway, so that right. was the backstory. Yeah. The young man disappears. The whole town's talking about it. Hanover is a town of like 15,000 people. They're speculating. Most thought he ran away. But she had this feeling something happened to him. She has this dream, sees his picture in the paper, smeared with dirt, like mud. Right. And, right. and she reads the article that he had been that he had been kidnapped. He had been tortured. And his naked body was left next to a stream. And as she's waking up, she's thinking of the death of Jesus Christ. And she, wow. when she woke up, she said, what a horrible dream. What's happened to the death of Jesus Christ? There was nothing Christ-like about the situation. A few days later, she goes to uh, my, visit my mother and my brother. Well, many years ago, my mother was still alive then, of course. And, and she had told my mother and brother this dream, thank God, because my brother was at the door with a paper. He said, you're not going to believe this. It was the same picture she saw in the dream, the top part of his body, mud smeared on him. The story was he had been abducted, he had been tortured, his body was left by a stream, and the body was found on Good Friday. This was like you know, a few days later. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that's a, a lot good, of detail. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good you know episode of... Uh... Well, maybe not NCIS, but... Uh, Twilight Zone? <laughs> oh, not Twilight Zone, but, you know, well, yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe because of the psychic... One of these psychic but, shows uh, or whatever, I yeah, don't know what yeah, their names yeah. are. Yeah. Uh, so the ability exists, but of course, my sister was never a professional psychic, and many yeah. are. And I just wonder how many are out there that are picking up, the, or, or maybe they're all just blocked and can't figure it out. But wouldn't you think they'd feel bad then? It'd be interesting, maybe we do an interview with this woman sometime, because if I were... I don't know, it's like a doctor, and yeah. a real plague breaks out. I mean, a real plague, and you're helpless to do anything. I would feel like that, like, my God, where are my psychic powers? It's like Superman, and you know, he doesn't realize somebody put kryptonite under his bed, and why can't I fly? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Well, as I said, the, the, the possibility that they are, in fact, being blocked so that they cannot reveal what is going to transpire seems reasonable to me. You know, um, but isn't this a bit scary? Well, I mean, we're not in control anyway. So it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it doesn't scare me, but I mean, for people, yeah. in, you know, I'm not afraid of ghosts or I'm not afraid. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah. I can tell you stories there. But yeah. in general, the idea that there's some forces there, whether they be aliens, whether they be CIA with some funny devices or no matter what it is. I think for most people, the idea that we're really being mind controlled to a large—I mean, of course we are with the media and the hypnosis of TV—but that's a different 
that's a totally different phenomenon. Now we're talking about sending out some sorts of waves or sending out planning ideas in your brain, but with some kind of strange technology. Yeah, well, I mean, um, can't rule it out. Uh, I mean, you know, the simple truth is that, you know, if you believe, as do I, and I, I know you do as well, that what we're confronting here is something that, you know, ancient prophets, and, you know, maybe the further away from this you are, the more you could see it, I don't know, but that they foretold as being, you know, of an apocalyptic nature, you know, then you um, reconcile yourself to the fact that human beings maybe aren't really in control of it, you know, that, that something else is going on of a, of a tremendously eschatological nature that has to do with our ultimate destiny as a species. And that right, what's, yeah. Im what's important for us is, is our individual response and our individual willingness to, to say no, but recognizing, I mean, it's like Mary Elizabeth and I, you know, we've gotten to be very uh, close to some of the real key people here in the New York resistance, but, you know, we have our lives and we recognize that our involvement in the, is being part of the great actors on this world stage at this point, we're just little, you know, we're extremely peripheral, right? But we're still right. part of it. And so it's the same idea, you know, we're not, I'm not RFK Jr., you know, or, you know, uh, Dr. McCullough or, you know, Simone Gold or, you know, whoever, you know, these are the yeah. people who are, who are, you know, well, they're the prophets in a sense, you know, they're the ones who are, who are purveying the truth, you know, the, the channels of truth for people to yeah. uh, connect with. So there is a question, I think, of, um, and what's the word I would use? I don't want to say passivity, but, you know, of receptivity in a sense of being open to all possibility. And it, for me, at the core of it, there is this conviction, as I've, and I know I've said this to you, and I know you agree with me, that this is why I came in. Everything else was prologue, right? I mean, it doesn't mean I've stopped living my life, but everything else is prologue. You know, it's not the first time that I've confronted this kind of evil, and my firm conviction is that humanity will triumph. Do I need to know the details? Well, it would be nice, but it's not essential. I, you know, I, I, I portray my own small role, and I make my contribution, and... Um, I align myself with those who are, you know, um, this is what I would use, you know, who are a little bit higher up the food chain and, and make my presence felt at these protests. But uh, I don't know what, I don't yes, know. Yes, it kind of reminds me of, uh, remember the TV show, Mr. Ed, the talking horse. Mr. Of course you do. Okay. I mean, I'm saying I'm putting it this way because younger people, you know, might not, you, you yeah. can look up Mr. Ed, a guy who has a horse, moves into a place. Yeah, oh, you can you can do that. His name is his name is Wilbur. You can do that owns so well, Mr. yeah. Owns Mr. Ed. But Mr. Ed will only talk to this one guy, to Wilbur. And in the right. very first episode, when the horse talks to him, and Wilbur just can't, he says, "Well, well, how can this be? How can this be? A horse is talking." And Mr. Ed yeah. says, "Don't try to figure it out, Wilbur. It's bigger than we are." <laughs> that's right, and that's, and that's, that, that's this is all much truth. bigger than we are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you and I are sharing ideas right and and we are proliferating our understanding of the situation to people by various channels that's important you know but as i said we're not we're not the big actors you know um, no. our our mutual friend elliot you know is at every protest 
doing his thing, you know, and he, he has a firm conviction. That's what he's supposed to be doing, you know, and he is even more, you know, uh, enmeshed with, with the movers and shakers here locally, you know, and he's gotten lots of international, you know, exposure for his individual efforts. Right. And just, you know, because you said, you know, he really is a hero in many ways, but we're all part of it. And, and ours is not really, um, we're not being vouchsafed to know the big picture, I think, other than to recognize the, um, as well, I said, what I, what the I feel the soldiers on the battlefield field, even the, the lower officers know the big picture? No. Exactly right. That's no. exactly right. <laughs> you know, when you get up yeah. to maybe lieutenant colonel, then you start seeing the first general. Exactly right. You know, foot, sol- foot but, soldiers. Yeah, the second or first right. lieutenant or even the captain, they, they, well, each level knows a little more, but uh, wow, yeah. they all know what's going on. I mean, we know what's going on. We just don't know what's what's being done about it on this, let's call it this cosmic level, because I think it is a, a cosmic struggle at this point. I don't think there's any question of it. Um, I, I think so, too. But even if you if somebody didn't want to accept that level, even on the levels that there are, the very yeah. real concrete, yeah. I don't know, what this worldly level, mm-hmm. even the there, there's level. so much yeah. that uh, we can't really see through. I know. And by I know. design and of necessity, and if only because it's so complex that that no one person can grasp all of this. Exactly. Exactly. So, well, let, as I yeah, said, go ahead. Yeah. The the idea that these channels of of revelatory information would be would be blocked in light of the stakes, right? If, as I said, this is the battle for the soul of humanity, and I mm-hmm. certainly feel it is then, you know, you don't want the other side to know what you're doing. Yeah, and something just popped into my head with the psychics, and that's the same thing. It could well be that a lot of psychics don't realize that a lot of psychics are being blocked. If you're an individual psychic, and you might just realize, well, I don't know why, but I'm not picking up things, and they feel a little bad about that, but oh, well, what can I do? Maybe they don't realize, because maybe it's like you said, it's a general phenomenon, yeah. as suggested by this psychic that, that knows others. And maybe a lot just feel bad about it, just think, well, I won't talk about it because I'm not picking up anything. And don't realize they're all being blocked somehow. Could be. I mean, she certainly seemed painfully aware of the fact that she can't uh, see what's going on. We're at, but, and this is a peculiar thing, because when she was younger, she had these very... I mean, again, she hasn't told me specifically. I'm reading between the lines, but mm-hmm. she had these very clear visions of this event, right? Of this apocalyptic scenario. Yes. But as the closer she's gotten to it, now she's to the point where she can't see anything, right? Wow, that is so fascinating, really. Yeah, yeah. And it answers my question because in other yeah. conversations, uh, I'd ask you, you know, why aren't the psychics speaking up? I, I, I was blaming them. For not doing so. I thought if you have such a gift, and I thought it was just because they didn't want to alienate some of their clients, so maybe a financial thing. But I'm seeing it in yeah. a totally new light now. Yep. Yeah, it's an interesting phenomenon. Well, let me ask you now at the yeah. end. I, we're not psychic, of course, but you know, we might have a little perceptive ability. Uh, how do you think things are going to go in the next, uh, say, month? What do you see in your crystal oh, I, so you know i'm just not a i'm not a big prognosticator but i mean um we're just doing this for fun you know? yeah yeah i know uh and you listeners out there don't believe anything we say now we're just doing it for fun because if we happen to sit and we're right on the mark we'll think hey gee maybe we do have some psychic ability we're just having 
a little fun. If you don't want to say anything, that's fine. Yeah, uh, no, it's fine. Uh, I mean, we're seeing things are getting really intense in a lot of places. Like we, we just were on a big uh, Zoom call with uh, that didn't turn out this way. But you know, we have taught in New Zealand on a number of occasions, and we have some dear friends there. And we we were just on a big Zoom call over the weekend with about fifteen or twenty acupuncturists from from uh, New Zealand, and you know that deranged woman that is their, their premier is bound and determined to have 90% of the population, you know, receive the bioweapons because she's thoroughly in the pocket of, of Bill Gates. And once it's 90%, it's going to be 95 and then a hundred. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Cause they and, can't you know, afford she, to have the control group there walking around. Right? But no. yeah, that's right. And she's, you know, uh, uh, locked down Auckland, which is their biggest city. And, and basically they've said that, all healthcare practitioners, you know, have to have these jabs. And, you know, they're understandably in despair about that. But, you know, we've just told them, hey, what, what's the worst they can do? You know, although they'll, they'll give us fines. I say, so you don't pay them. You know, I mean, the, but they're really being, now they're being driven now to, to, you know, act, right? Here in New York, we've had protests going all the way back to January of this year on Monday, there was 12,000 people in the streets here in New York because it's the firefighters, it's the police, it's the emergency workers, it's the teachers, all of whom are being threatened by, you know, that vaporous non-entity that's in the White House, um, his, his attempt to force every business which has more than 100 employees to force their employees to have the bioweapons. So resistance is mounting. And it, so we see these two things going on simultaneously. We see, uh, like I think I mentioned earlier when we were talking, that Lithuania, you know, is a completely controlled country right now. You know, yes. things are getting tremendously intense in Victoria, Australia, where Dan Andrews is saying, oh, yes, well, if, you know, if you don't wear a mask in public, $90,000 fine and, and two months in jail. I mean, how much longer do these puppets think that they're going to be able to make pronouncements like this and and not end up on the rack or at the end of a noose or a, yeah. you know a firing squad you know so i think these are the things that i would say is that as they attempt to squeeze us further there's more and more resistance is mounting and more and more information of course is leaking out about these jabs the other interesting thing that i saw was that there's a group of journalists in the uk now who have come forward and says we will no longer tell these lies now, I don't know what's going to happen to them, but I haven't seen that before. So I think that, the, as I said, this, this monolithic wall of deceit is going to continue to show chinks. Resistance is going to continue to mount. And, uh, you know, we're, we're yes. still seeing this, as I said, this sort of, I would say, really, it's desperate flailing of these people to try to keep control of the narrative. We talked about the fact that everybody's up in arms because, you know, Tony Fauci, you know, tortured puppies. I mean, that's... Uh, that may be the the nail in his coffin because yeah. he he's he's been bulletproof so far. But you know everybody loves puppies. Style of execution: so, throw them to some savage dogs. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah, and that was good. <laughs> it was good enough for Mussolini. It's good enough for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, to tell you the truth, I respect Mussolini a whole lot more than I respect Dr. Anthony Fauci. Oh, well, sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a pretty substance. strong st thing to say, but, uh, but seriously. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, Mussolini, you know, might've been not so good of the Italians, but Fauci is responsible 
for the deaths of millions. I don't think there's any. Yeah, I mean, Mussolini wasn't planning to, you know, wipe out most of the world's population. Now, was he? Of course. No, exa- exactly uh, not. I'm anyway, not so really defending Mussolini. You know, I, I didn't like the guy, but none. You know, yeah. just to throw that in there. <laughs> anyway, those are my general. Uh, predictions yeah. of trends for one of them. I will only say that I I feel that things are going to be really hot pretty soon. If you look yeah. at all the different I, things that are happening, this cannot go on for another year. I really no, it can't. I think it, it can't. can't. Things are going yeah. to explode, and, and the big events are going to be coming soon. Uh, it, it would it would surprise me if it's in an hour. It wouldn't surprise me in a week, two. It's always yeah. Well, of course, whenever it happens, it's going to be a surprise in a sense. Yeah. But uh, I don't see this being stretched out even for another six months. I think we're on the verge of the big turnaround, the big flip, yeah. so to speak. I think it's yeah. going to come in the form probably of you know internet outages and military takeovers, a lot of places. Yeah. But yeah. a lot of – I don't know if I mentioned it on this – after we turned on you know recording for the yeah. people. Uh, but that the Austrian Defense Ministry put out something a number of days ago saying uh, Europe should expect a total blackout, like energy blackout all over Europe and food shortages. First of all, how would they know that? Second of all, what's that a preparation for? Big yeah. things are on the horizon. And this in Austria, yeah. not Australia, Austria, right? Yeah. Uh, so we're right on the verge of really big things happening. It could be a few more months, of course, and it could be, you know, in, in two or three hours. Uh, we'll be yeah. surprised whenever it happens. We always tend to think because we're waiting so long, well, it's not going to be today or this week, maybe in a few months. But at some point, we're going to be within a day of that event, and then within 12 hours, within six hours, within one hour. And that could be today. That could be whenever. But a year from now, I don't think so. This is not going to be resolved through elections in, in 2022 in November. That's no, not the way so. this is going to be resolved. No, as I said, I think the the uh, the wheels are turning behind the scenes, and um, I'm entirely in agreement with you. I do not believe it will last much longer. And 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 you know, I'm not I'm not a clairvoyant, right? But I do have my uh, how shall I put it? My intuitive sources, and whenever I yeah. ask this question, my intuitive sources always are always telling me not going to be much longer less than four months maybe yeah. you know maybe yeah. even maybe even less i don't usually ask yeah. so well it won't all be solved in a day anyway when it starts it's going to be a question of time as well i mean it could start in a month but it takes an extra two months before really the yeah no the last trump will be sounded the dead shall be raised and we'll all we'll all party <laughs> party like it's 1999 right i mean i think on that note maybe we should end because it <laughs> it sounds pretty nice i'm i know i'm going to be just jubilant when when things start i'm, I'm waiting for the big changes to happen which are going to yeah. come and i'm waiting for justice yeah i'm I waiting agree. for justice at times I'm i'd like for to justice. be i'd like to be the grim reaper with that scythe and to go through the ranks of these criminals and just chop them in half. He's <laughs> what I tell you. Well, that's a terrible no, thing I agree. to say, isn't I'm, it? I'm, no, but, it's not, well. I mean, it's natural justice, isn't it? I mean, can you think of of, of any any one individual or group of individuals who has perpetrated greater crimes against the entirety of our species? No, no absolutely not. These no, people are deserving of whatever punishment. You know, maybe put in one of those little 
polygons that they put those criminals in in Superman 3 or whatever it was and send oh, them yeah. off into space somewhere. Well, I talked to a, a Muslim the other day with an acting job, really nice young man. We were talking about the Quran because I'm not Muslim, but I've read the Quran. And yeah. uh, I, I reminded him, we were talking, he was talking about these devils too, right, with the jabs. I said, well, remember yeah. in the Quran in the last part, because they talk about hell all the time. And one of the things I would like about every two pages mention hell. But in yeah. the last part, they specify more. They say, yeah, hell will be for certain people, especially like for politicians that have power. They're supposed to be doing good. Their hell is worse than anybody's. And the worst oh, form yeah. of hell, you're not only in hell burning, but you're in a sort of box that doesn't burn up. So you can't even see the other people suffering. In other words, you right. don't even get the consolation. Well, at least I'm not alone suffering. No, you're totally alone and burning up. I yeah. said, that's, that's the hell they deserve. And he said, yes, I totally agree that i yeah, personally yeah. i don't believe in hell but i said if there is a hell that's where these creatures should be <laughs> I, yeah, I agree i agree i don't believe I mean, in that i think you know well you know talks about reincarnation another time i don't think things are just like that but we were exchanging ideas there michelangelo thank you so much for this conversation and for your semi-psychic insights <laughs> i think i could, could say that yeah well uh, they're, they're, they may be psychic but just not clairvoyant you know um, and uh, and yes remember people that socrates had his demons daimon you know whence the word uh a demon they weren't devils it was this voice no, inside no. him that gave him inspiration so absolutely so even yeah. the realm of the psychic is part of the path of socrates thank you michelangelo until the next time you're welcome my dear friend Ciao for now. <laughs>